This week on Forefront. Style and ease, baby. <laughs> the only problem with exercising <laughs> is these sore muscles. I just felt so loved that you would take the time, and it was like the boring time. Could you do anything more boring <laughs> with your evening? No, you couldn't. Marriage is an adventure full of friendship and discovery together. Let's eavesdrop in Adam and Christina Hannon as they check in on their marriage with their three marriage check-in questions. What brought you joy this week? What has been hard this week? And what's on the forefront of your mind? Welcome to Forefront. Hey, we're Adam and Christina. Thank you so much for joining us for Forefront. In this episode, we talk about trying something new. We're also going to share a little bit about something new that's going on in our life with one of our children who's starting to date. And also figuring out what romance actually looks like. Go ahead. What is something that brought you joy this week? How's the phrase go? You can't teach old dogs new tricks. I've heard that before. Yeah. I don't think I'm old nor a dog, but I did <laughs> learn a new trick this week. All right. <laughs> what did you learn? I learned to surf. Yeah. I've never done that before. 40 years old and I learned to surf. You got up really quickly. Like there was no instruction. Like pretty much you took the board, walked out on the water, and then I just ran up two minutes later with my phone. I was like, oh, like he's surfing. <laughs> Maybe I should take a picture. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you, by that the way. That was awesome. Our oldest two kids, they're 17 and 15, and they love the idea of being surfers. And seriously, like who wouldn't, right? right. Especially when you're like 17 and 15. like, And you live in Iowa. And you live in like, Iowa. Yeah. I'm a surfer, totally. <laughs> but they've, they've not really done it before, but they love the idea. I totally get it. So they're out there with surfboards, and I don't think they were making the most of the opportunity. You're in the ocean. Like, come on, try harder. I didn't want to say try harder. That's not well, true. I kind of did. I think they were waiting for the perfect wave. And sometimes yeah. you just have to take any wave. Right. You can't wait around until the perfect one because... You don't have the luxury of that time. I right. mean, we're only out on this beach for so long. And if the surf isn't perfect, oh, well, we're going to take what we can get. And that's what you did. Yeah. I say we, but it was all you. I did not. <laughs> it was so I did not much surf. fun. So without saying anything, I just, I got I to gotta, I gotta light a fire under these kids and show them that they can do it, even with these waves. So If this old guy can do it. Give me your board. can do it. <laughs> I took the next wave and I wrote it in. Oh, man, it felt so good. It was really fun for me. Like, I've never done that before. And I mm. conquered something like surfing. It felt really good. Because it seems like this, I don't know, in my mind anyway, like this insurmountable thing. Like, surfing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's no. got to be really, really hard. And maybe it is. And yeah. you're just that awesome. I'm sure there are a lot of people who actually surf who saw me. It's like, that's not surfing. But... <laughs> Like you're First standing time, up standing on a up. surfboard mm -hmm. on a wave. Yeah. Nothing fancy, no tricks or anything, but just riding the wave in. Yeah, it was it was a good time. So on a somewhat related note, I saw on Facebook this morning, there was a friend of mine. He's he's about our age and he's been working, I think, in finance. Mm -hmm. He just changed career paths and uh, he's actually working at a funeral home now. Oh. And he loves it. He loves it. It's so different from what he did before. Mm -hmm. But he gets to care for people in a way that he wasn't able to in his old career. Mm. And he said, listen, like, 
I, I know it's hard to think about like career change, but if you hate what you're doing and want to do something fulfilling, like you want to try learning a new trick, you can do it. Mm -hmm. So I just thought of my friend Mike this morning. I was thinking about, sur you know, I learned to surf. He learned a funeral home. <laughs> <laughs> but he he's having a, a blast different. doing it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. So I don't know. I just want to encourage you, like, there's something you want to do, maybe need to do. Don't be afraid mm -hmm. to try it. It's worth it. And you might succeed at it. Yeah. All right. If that's the worst that can happen, you could succeed or not. Go for it. Yeah. Good words. Very good. All right. So what's something that's brought you joy this week, babe? With homeschooling, we get to start a little bit later in the year if we want to. And we were able to go on a, a family vacation to Myrtle Beach, which was amazing, where you learned to surf, right? Yep. And um, so school is finally in session now that we're back home. And I got to sit and do science with Elaine our youngest. And I have to say, I absolutely just love elementary level science. I think I love all levels of science, like all age levels, but this, this elementary curriculum that we use, it just points to how amazing our God is. I mean, that's mm. what the whole science book is about. It's like, look at what God has done. And, and this year specifically, she's learning about sea creatures. And, and so it's just a display of the amazing things that God has made and, and the sea animals. And I, I'm just blown away at the, the privilege it is to really like have, have to sit down every day, like discipline, uh, you know, myself to sit down and take the time to, to do school with the kids. But it's just like, turns out, oh, actually, this is amazing. It's totally a delight to be able to to just snuggle up with her and, and read for half an hour about how creative God is and, and the way that he's ordered even the ocean creatures. So awesome. that brought me a lot of joy. Yeah. I got to do science with her last year. You know, you were yeah. busy with your seminary stuff. Yes. And I got to step in and it was fun. It took some time. Uh, but it was, it was fun. Um, so you're taking science back this year. Yep. Do I get to keep history? Oh yeah. You can, <laughs> you can have as much history as you want. Cause here you're talking about like, you you look at the, you look at the creation of God and you can see how good God is and how amazing he is. And I look at history and I think, oh my goodness, like his fingerprints are all over all these, all these adventures and all these things and these people and these places is pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. It's I'm glad that you're into history. I think I can respect it and and I do enjoy it, but you like love 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 yeah. it. And so. you can take the science cuz whatever for me. But awesome. isn't that isn't that the thing about like good teachers are people who are actually excited about what they're teaching. Mm, Cuz mm -hmm. if if you can pass on that enthusiasm to the students about what you're learning about, I mean that's the that's the win, right? Right. Because then they care about it and then they want to learn about it and that's that's the win. So you're excited about science? Mm -hmm. You're the science teacher. I'm excited about history. I'll teach history. But who's going to teach grammar? Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> So if you know a guy, <laughs> we're looking for a guy. What's something that was hard for you this week? So we were sitting down with some friends, enjoying uh, some peaceful time around a fire. And our youngest daughter is just running, 
just running in circles around us all, just running and running and running. And it seems like she has endless energy. Eventually, she comes over to all of us parents and she says, the only problem with running is the panting. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. It is true. Oh, man. So um, I had taken some time off of physical exercise, not because it was intentional or anything. I just let it slip because, you know, new busyness, new job description, everything. And it just wasn't a priority to me. So I had taken some time off. So now you're bringing me back to the gym. And (laughs) for days, I'm like, the only problem with exercising (laughs) is these sore muscles. It's the panting and the sweating. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All those things. But, you know, even getting back into it, even, you know, the next day when I'm like, man, I can't move my arms. It it hurts. It's that good hurt. Mm. It's that hurt that reminds you that you worked hard on something. And it's also, I mean, that's what... That's what weightlifting is, is you're basically breaking down your muscle fibers so that oh, it can yeah. grow back stronger. Mm-hmm. So the hard part about getting stronger is all the pain. No, actually, yeah. spinach. Have we talked about this on the podcast? I don't even remember. Spinach, about spinach? is more effective than steroids. Hmm. Like In- as far as a performance. Performance enhancing. Like, yeah. Performance. Spinach. Spinach. Like no. the green vegetable. Popeye had it right. He did. He did. And like to the extent that countries were thinking about banning spinach, like athletes wouldn't be allowed to consume spinach before performance. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. I think you did mention this on the podcast, mm-hmm. but it, it's been a while. So It has been a while. I need yeah. to eat more spinach. You do. <laughs> and go to the gym more. It's true. I do. Thank you for taking me to the gym because it's been a lot of fun working out with you. It has. It has. All right. So what's been hard for you this past week? Claw clips. I don't know if you even know what a claw clip is. No. Claw clips. They're for hair. So, okay. I'm wearing one right now. So I'm oh. just going to like take it out. You see this? It's like a claw. I remember those from like when I was a kid. No, I didn't have one because I didn't have the hair for it. <laughs> I'm glad. But it used to... I don't know if it, my mom had one or somebody, but you know, take them in like, oh, it's a monster. It's coming to oh, eat yeah, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for thing. sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So they're back in style, which is kind of the best thing ever because yep. they're so easy, but also maybe the worst thing ever because I get really bad headaches. Really? Like, imagine that thing chewing off your head all day long. So it's it is like, like a monster. pretty much like this monster. It's like clawing its way, you know, into your skull. Oh, that doesn't sound pleasant. It's horrible. So like you gain the ease of like, oh, I'll just throw my hair up and it looks great or at least fine. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I guess it depends on what you think of the claw clip style. But like whatever, you put your hair up in it and it's super easy. But then like half an hour later, I'm like, oh, You've been wearing Ouch. this thing all week for style and ease. Style and ease, baby. <laughs> but it's hard. Beauty is pain. Aww. Right? Is that what they say? I wouldn't know. <laughs> Give me comfort. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, between that and my high heels, I'm just going to be a wreck. <laughs> 
So what's something that's been on the forefront of your mind? So if you're a parent, you know that every stage of parenting brings a different form of joys and different forms of hard, right? It mm-hmm. just evolves. Like there's always something joyful and there's always something hard. It's just a part of, it's a part of life. It's a part of parenting, but they're both there. Mm-hmm. Um, we are entering a new stage of parenting. Our oldest daughter is dating now. Yes. And here's the surprise. It's not as hard as I thought it would be. It's kind of great. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. So for 15 years, just kind of dreading the day that some, some boy is going to want to date my daughter. (laughs) It's a great kid. He really is. Like, I'm not worried. And it, it really seems to be a healthy thing for her, which is great. Um, but to see that as a dad means a lot to me. But yeah, so just walking through this this new stage, I don't I don't know where this is going. Like and to a point, like we can we can only speak enough wisdom to her, um, but also realizing like, well, this is her story, not ours. Mm-hmm. But we've been speaking wisdom to her for fifteen years, and we're gonna keep praying, right? <laughs> a right. lot. Um, but it's not. I don't know. It's just not that dreaded thing that I, I had always feared. I don't know. That's I think good. it's fine. Yeah. The fun part about all of this is now, as, as they're going on their first few dates, it's exciting to hear about when they're planning, like, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? And we're thinking about, like, where we went on our first few dates. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to look back and remember those those uh, those times. Those oh, yeah. Awkward outings. Yeah, when it's, like, hard to how do we make conversation or, you know, what do we talk about? And, yeah, you know, now if, if you and I are in the car together and it's quiet, it's kind of like, Oh, it's quiet. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like it's like this relief, like not because we don't want to talk to each other, but just right. because we, um, we can enjoy like a little moment of peace together. Yeah. Um, so it's cool to see, you know, how, how relationships change over time. Yep. Um, but also to think back from where we were and those first, you know, first dates, first outings. And yeah, I'll, I'll never forget the, the epic birthday date that you took me on. You said this was your favorite date. It was, Yeah. One of my favorite dates of all time. So I had surprised you. I didn't tell you where you we were going for your birthday, mm-hmm. and I took you to all like all of our favorite dates that we had been on. We did all of them in one night, <laughs> which was funny because like if you think about when you date, typically like you're going out usually to, to eat. eat, right? And so what this meant was like <laughs> we were so full by the end of the oh night. So we had uh, we had like that uh, that pasta dinner. Oh man! And then we, uh, what else did we do? We did some mini golfing. I think we did Krispy Kreme. We did Krispy Kreme. And then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna take you to Ben and Jerry's next. And I'm like, no, no, I can't eat another bite. I'm like, but we're going to Ben and Jerry's. And you're like, no, no. I'm not, I'm not going. <laughs> and you didn't know that all of your friends were there waiting for you. They had done like sidewalk chalk, happy birthday, Christina, and they were all waiting for us. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> okay. You don't have to eat anything, but I'm going to Ben and Jerry's. Come on, let's go. And we went. We had a great time with your friends. It was awesome. So yeah. that was that was fun. I remember there were so many car rides, 
uh, when we first started dating where there wasn't a lot of conversation in the car mm-hmm. on the way to the dates. I think we were both so shy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like, I remember sitting there driving thinking, what can I say to her? What can I ask her? Like, what can I ask her? And I'm trying to think of questions to ask you. And I, I kept drawing blanks, <laughs> which is funny because, you know, this is what this is what Forefront is all about. I mean, here we've been married for 17 years and mm-hmm. still you have to be intentional about asking good questions to stimulate conversation to uh, to dive into, you know, that friendship and adventure in marriage. That's why we do this. Mm-hmm. So you had actually picked up a book from a friend about like. Yeah. Well, she found out that. Um, our daughter had started dating and so she's like oh I've got to give you this book and it's funny because all I had done was mention like oh she's going on her first date tonight yeah she's like oh I've got to give you this book it was something that she had bought for her sons when they started dating and it's like a thousand and one questions or something to get to know someone yeah and so it just walks through all these questions you know like if you could trade places with someone for a week who would you trade places with and why you know so just like simple simple things to think about and and most of them are you know hypothetical like that but then there's also deeper questions or or real questions that you can you know lead to stories from your past or your Mm -hmm. experience or your thoughts or viewpoints so yeah you had given her that book and our our bonus <laughs> bonus suggestion was, you know, don't give like start asking these questions. Let him ask you questions and don't give just one word answers. Try to expound on that. Even if it's like, what's your favorite color? Well, my favorite color is blue because and then mm. tell the story about like why or what shade of blue. Um, so just kind of fill it in more detail because the whole point of us asking these questions and going on these dates to learn more about him mm-hmm. and let yeah. him learn more about you. So we're still learning that. And uh, maybe you are too. So three questions that we're asking tonight here on Forefront. That's that's why. That's why we do it. Yeah. So that said, what's been on the forefront of your mind? Romance with you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is a G-rated podcast. This is. <laughs> But, I mean, think about when we were dating or whenever. There are these ideals of romance of, like, what you think it's going to be. You know, it probably involves rose petals and long walks on the beach, which we do enjoy long walks. The long walks on the beach, yeah. yeah, Not so much the rose petals. Whatever. Clean up your mess. But (laughs) (laughs) anyway. But, But my point is this. Like, oftentimes romance doesn't really look like that Hmm. and you displayed true romance to me this past week and I don't know if you even realized that you did it nope (laughs) nope but you did and and here's where it was and as soon as I say the word three ring binder you know it you know it because I had some work that I needed to do and it was just paperwork. I mean, a huge three ring binder worth of paperwork that I had to do. And I don't like doing things that take me away from our family or, um, you know, like steal my time away from, from you or the kids or, um, you know, just 
ministry, but sometimes there are, you know, paperwork things that have to be done. And the other night, you were so gracious to me in joining me on the sofa and just working through this Google Drive doc that I had to make out of this three ring binder. And I felt so loved. I just felt so loved that you would take the time. And it was like the boring time. It was like, could you do anything more boring with your evening? No, you couldn't. You couldn't have chosen a more boring thing. But you sat with me. (laughs) You sat with me in it. And it, like it sped up the process. And we were, I think, able to actually enjoy it. Yeah. Um, because we were together. Right. And so, thank you. Thank you for being so romantic. Wow. Oh, my but, goodness. If doing paperwork is considered romantic, you can call me Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I don't think I will. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> that's fair. No, really, I just wanted to spend time with you. And whether we speed up this stuff. that's what I wanted, too. I mean, really. And so it's like, yeah, I mean, ideally, we would be spending time walking on a beach together somewhere. Right. I mean, there's two ways I was looking at it. First is, let's get this stuff done so we can hang out. mm -hmm. Or two, like, we could just do this stuff and then I'm with you. I'm all in. Let's do this. Wow. And do it together. Thank you. Yeah. I loved it. Good. I felt loved. Oh, that makes me happy. Thank you. You're welcome. Love isn't always what we think it might be. Sometimes it's a lot of sacrifice and it's not glamorous and that's okay because sometimes that that means more and those are the bigger memories, you know, mm-hmm. when we stay up all night doing the, the hard work together. Yeah. So, thanks. This is exciting to me. Uh, I think just even talking through this episode, I think we've learned a lot about each other. And uh, even come to a point of like apologizing and <laughs> and uh, like what, you know, defining romance, things like that. Um, this is really great. So our hope for you is that you would take questions, whether it's these questions or others, whatever, but to just talk to each other, improve your communication, ask good questions. I think that's going to help your relationship. So go nuts. And thank you for listening to Forefront. Forefront with Adam and Christina Hannon is a production of Northwestern Media.